0: Thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Blame It on the Stars, where we give you an inside look on what's going on in the universe so you can blame your problems on the stars. It is Jade here. And it's Kara. And this week, we're going to be talking all about Mercury and Taurus and the full moon in Libra. But in case you missed it, last week, there was a lot of big changes going on. Aries season began Pluto entered Aquarius and Mars also entered Cancer. So if you want to know more about that, then definitely listen to last week's episode before diving into this one.
1: And just to give you a heads up next week, we will tell you everything you need to know about Venus in Gemini and how it affects you. Also, as you're listening to this episode, if you have any astrology questions, please feel free to send them to us on Spotify. And after a short
0: ad break, if you're not a subscriber, we'll get right into it. Before we discuss all things Mercury and Taurus and full moon in Libra, thought you should know that this week, the week the episode comes out in astrology, there is nothing really going on. And normally during those weeks when there's nothing going on, we might do educational content or something different, but we've noticed a big trend, which is talking about the transits a little bit further in advance than we normally do here on the podcast. If you've been listening, then you know we tend to talk about the transits the week that they do happen, which ends up feeling a little too late (laughs) for most people. They want to know about it before. The week it's here. So, with that being said, Mercury and Taurus and the full moon in Libra theoretically don't happen till next week, but we'll talk about them now this week. So, Mercury and Taurus, this is a big one. This happens on April third at twelve twenty-two p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Per usual, the date and time are from the website astroseek.com. Now, what you need to know about this is that when it comes to the the way you're handling your day to day, you might notice that things are slowing down a bit. And just in your life, you're kind of wanting to take more time, take your time to complete things, to finish a task or to to do anything
1: really. How this affects you is during this time, you're going to be placing a lot of value on what is practical and realistic and wanting to do things that make sense. You also might feel a little bit more grounded during this time. Mercury represents our thinking and communication, so you will find that the way that you're communicating with others and also processing things can be very simple, easy, practical again. And also, you might find that you're a little bit more consistent and predictable in the things that you're doing and the way that you're going about things.
0: Yeah. So why this matters is Taurus is a fixed sign. So... When it comes to the way you're thinking about things and communicating, you get a clear picture of what you need and can hold that vision very firmly and communicate that vision very firmly. So if you find that your boundaries get a little bit stronger, that is to be expected. Now, Taurus energy does get a reputation of being a little bit stubborn, but that's because Taurus energy has those strong boundaries and knows what they want and are able to communicate it very effectively. So if you find that maybe during this time people are mistaking, you know, your decisiveness for being stubborn, that is just something that
1: might occur. Something you might not know is that Mercury will retrograde in Taurus during Taurus season. So as Mercury enters Taurus, it's really important that you pay attention to the different themes that are coming up in your life because those will be reflected again when Mercury does eventually retrograde.
0: And with that being said... Mercury's in Taurus for a long time, which is why I said this is a big one. Mercury will leave Taurus and enter Gemini on June eleventh at six twenty seven a m Eastern Standard Time, so between April third and June eleventh you'll be in this Mercury and Taurus energy, so I'm sure you'll get very familiar with it and as Kara just mentioned. Pay attention to what's happening in the initial weeks prior to the retrograde because you'll revisit them. And then once obviously the retrograde's over, you'll be revisiting them again. So we're in this Mercury and Taurus energy for a while. Certain signs will be affected more than others. And again, when we say this, we're referring to personal planets, sun, moon, rising, Mercury, Venus, Or Mars. So the first is Taurus placements. Depending on what planet it is, Mercury will be conjunct that planet. So you'll find that you are really able to communicate the Taurus aspect of your personality and just might be a little bit more communicative in general. Then Scorpio, this energy is opposite your Scorpio placement. So when it comes to communication, you might find that you're either wanting to say a lot or wanting to say a little.
1: And if you have Leo or Aquarius placements, then Mercury will be square those placements. Squares do bring about some tension, so you might find that you're experiencing some challenges when it comes to your communication during this time.
0: Now, there's quite a few key dates you'll want to pay attention to while Mercury is in Taurus. The first being April 3rd, Mercury square Pluto. Things might feel
1: a little intense during this time, but it's nothing
0: you can't handle.
1: And then on April 5th, Mercury will be sextile Saturn this is a really good day to focus on your long-term goals and you also might find that you're having more serious conversations on that day
0: and then on April 6th Mercury will be conjunct the north node this can be a day where you get a lot of insight when it comes to some deeper topics such as what your purpose in life might be
1: The next key date is not an aspect, but it's really important to know and add to your calendar. On April 7th, Mercury will enter its pre-shadow phase before the retrogrades. So you might find that you're starting to feel some of that foreshadowing of the Mercury retrograde energy around that time. And then lastly, on
0: April 8th, Mercury will be sextile Mars. This is a really good day for tackling your to-do list. We'll talk more about Mercury retrograde fairly soon, just not in this episode. So after Mercury is in Taurus, the next thing that happens in the stars is the full moon in Libra. This will happen on April 6th at one 2 3, 4 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes, 1234 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We just love a good angel number here. What you need to know. Full moons are all about finding balance. And the Libra and Aries axis can highlight doing things independently versus doing things with others. Spending too much time with other people and you're craving some more independent alone time. There could be some releasing in order to find balance during this full moon.
1: In addition to finding balance in your relationships, you also might find balance in other areas of your life. A classic example is finding some work-life balance. There just can be some areas of your life that you're focusing a lot of your energy on and other areas of your life that you might not be able to fully invest your time and energy into. So again, this full moon in Libra is a great time to let go of something so you can regain balance in all aspects of your life. Now, something you
0: might not know is that we'll start having Libra and Aries eclipses very soon, like sooner than you think soon. So while this is a normal full moon in Libra, Just imagine that the next time there's a full moon in Libra, the energy might be a little bit more supercharged. So it's kind of going to be a little taste of what is to come during the eclipse cycle, which is beginning in the upcoming weeks. So just pay attention to what happens during the full moon in Libra because it might give you a better understanding of what those eclipses will look like. Certain signs will be affected more than others the first being Libra, the moon will be conjunct your Libra placement, the sun opposite. So you might find that your emotions are really highlighted during this time. And then with Aries, the moon is opposite your Aries placement, the sun is, you know, conjunct your Aries placement, you might find that emotions kind of come and go. And there's more emphasis on the Aries energy in your chart at this time.
1: And then if you have Cancer and or Capricorn placements, this full moon will be square your placements. Squares do bring about some tension, so you might find that this is a more challenging full moon for you. And you also might feel like things are still off balance or it's difficult to regain balance.
0: Now, this full moon has one aspect that is worth knowing, which is very positive. The sun is conjunct Jupiter and the moon is opposite Jupiter during this time. Jupiter is the planet that deals with expansion. So there might be a lot of good vibes that come with this full moon, but also just be mindful that while there is this good energy that you don't overlook anything.
1: Jupiter is also a very social energy. So as we're regaining balance, talking to others and having conversations with different people about what's going on, you might find that other people are really supportive and able to help you navigate this full moon. So now we're going to get into some questions.
0: We've gotten quite a few questions for you all this week. So if you want to know about venus returns seventh house transits or what a saturn at 22 degrees means then definitely stick around but if not feel free to exit out and we'll see you next week before you go make sure you're following us on social media we're on instagram tiktok and youtube at blme the stars and with that being said let's get into some questions Kara. Our first question, somebody wrote, Hi, I have Saturn in Pisces in my chart at 22 degrees. I know I'm entering my Saturn return, but can't really find any information about what it will mean at 22 degrees. Could you
1: explain? Thanks. If you have Saturn in Pisces and you're listening to this, this is your Saturn return. Because your Saturn is at 22 degrees, that means that when Saturn in the sky is between 17 and 27 degrees, it will be the most intense point of your Saturn return. There are some astrologers who believe that 18 and 22 degrees are challenging or difficult, but also just keep in mind that in degree theory, the 22nd degree is ruled by Capricorn and Saturn, so you might find that it's really enhancing a lot of that Saturn energy where you are taking things a little bit more seriously your focus on the future and entering into the next phase of your life moving on to our next question it's also about returns what can you expect during your venus return okay so During your Venus return, that's when Venus will be
0: in the same sign that it is in your chart. And this symbolizes new beginnings in regards to things that Venus deals with. So you might find that in regards to your relationships, there are new beginnings. There might be more of a social spark. If you haven't really spent a lot of time with your friends, that spark might be there. Or you're just more curious to meet more people and be more social Now, Venus also does deal with finances, it deals with beauty, and it deals with creativity. So also during your Venus return, you might find that you're getting some new creative ideas, you start building some new financial goals, or if you are interested in refreshing your aesthetic, that could also be something that comes up during this time. Now, I do want to say we got asked this question quite a bit, which is totally valid, as well as the Saturn return question. So, not to totally give away the surprise that is to come, but just wanted to let you all know that Karen and I see you and we acknowledge this, and we are planning to do a little bonus planetary return series in the future so that's just something you can be on the lookout for and i also talked a little bit more about venus returns on my youtube channel which we can leave a link somewhere but yeah that's pretty much it so cara the last question we have is venus is currently in taurus for a scorpio rising who maybe has venus in taurus in the seventh house what's in store what does that look like
1: So because your Venus is in Taurus and now Venus is in Taurus too, you are having your Venus return as Jade so wonderfully just described. While Venus is in your seventh house, it's going to place more of an emphasis on your relationships. You might be a little bit more social and want to spend time with others during that transit. This also could be a good time for signing contracts, leases, or starting a business with a friend, anything that requires you working with another person and some type of mutual agreement. Agreement that all falls under the seventh house and that's pretty much it for this week's episode if you have
0: any questions about any of the transits we just discussed or any astrology questions in general then obviously this is your reminder that you can submit questions to us on spotify next week we'll be talking all about venus and gemini so if there's any questions that arise about that too feel free to ask them but if there's another question that you think is better suited for a personal reading then this is your reminder that we do offer readings readings are hosted on an app called intro which allows for facetime style calls we have readings for as short as 15 minutes to as long as one hour you decide who you want the reading with and what you want to talk about when you go to book the reading there's a slot for you to ask questions and we'll be able
1: to answer all of the questions that you have face to face on the call and if you've never booked a reading with us before then you can use the code stars all caps s-t-a-r-s for twenty dollars off your first reading and if you want to stay in the loop with us and all that's to come in the stars make sure you're following us on
0: instagram tiktok and youtube at blme the stars that is all for now and we'll see you all next monday bye